Welcome to the Shelf Care Interview, an occasional conversation series where Booklist talks to book people. This Shelf Care Interview is sponsored by Abrams Books for Young Readers. I'm Julia Smith, and today I'm talking with Alex Boniello and April Laval about their picture book, A Case of the Zaps, which is being published by Abrams on August 16th. Thank you for joining me, Alex, in April. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Can you all just take a moment to tell us a little bit about your picture book? Yeah, sure. So our book is called A Case of the Zaps, and it follows a young robot named Pi as Pi is preparing to go on their class trip to ye old Silicon Valley. And <laughs> in the run-up to this field trip, Pi starts experiencing a very mysterious experience that we've called the Zaps. Uh, and the book basically serves to introduce the idea of anxiety and panic attacks and anxiety, maybe disorders or, or situations like that with kids and their parents. Fantastic. Why? Why talk about this kind of thing with uh, really little kids? Yeah. So Alex and I were two anxious children. <laughs> and anxious adults. Who <laughs> so grew up to be two anxious adults. But I think that um, something that we kind of bonded over was not really knowing what that anxiety was or if it was okay. And it was kind of shameful to have these feelings because we didn't know what they were. I didn't know sometimes as a kid who had a lot of anxiety that if I was physically sick, if this was normal, if this was something I should go see a doctor about, if this is something I should hide from my parents. So we definitely wanted to just start to introduce the conversation about mental health and how it is okay to talk about it with the adults in your life and with your friends. And we were also saying too, how, you know, there felt like in the kids, you know, in the discussion for children that there was sort of a gap about being direct when it comes to this, you know, particularly mm -hmm. in the kids book space, you know, a lot of it would be talking about maybe like worrying or, or a kid who's maybe like an overthinker or something like that, or a kid who gets like hung up on the details about things. And we were saying all of that's valid and great and should exist. But we were saying, what if we are just more direct about it? You know what I mean? Rather than this vague idea of worrying, we talk about like, how your body could feel yeah. when you're anxious and like, it's more than just, I, as a, as a, like I said, anxious child, I did worry, but I had this separate feeling that was a little bit more heightened that felt a little bit above what just normal worrying would be. Yeah. I think that's really interesting and important because generally speaking, most of the anxiety books, which you are talking about as worrying are associated with like first day of school. That's like the most common place where I see that theme addressed. And it is, that's not the only time it happens. So I like how this one sort of, you know, it it's using an upcoming field trip as sort of the trigger for Pi. Yeah. And Pi is excited about the field trip. So it feels like the zaps are kind of, they can't be in relation to that thing I'm very excited for. So it's it kind of like, I would hope a little bit more nuanced about sometimes you don't really know where these feelings are coming from. Sometimes they can be associated with something positive, but you still end up feeling this way. Yes. That is such a good message to get out to kids. And I also love how 
there's like a variety of support systems that come their way, both with parents and a doctor, and then finding out that a friend also experiences zaps so that like you're not alone and you're not broken, which I think was a, a very good message to put forth. I also like, and this might just be a result of Pi being a robot, but I do like that they use they, them pronouns. Did you guys talk about that or was it just sort of a natural evolution? You know, it was probably like a two second long discussion to be honest, to be honest <laughs> with you. You know, it, it's, this choice is deliberate and it has like, like multiple reasons for doing it, right? Like the first one being Pi is a robot. Gender <laughs> is in fact a construct that we made up and we right. don't necessarily believe that a robot <laughs> like would think in the way of boy, girl, just because they wouldn't, right? And also mm -hmm. because, you know, we just wanted to make sure that at no point did the gendering of this character imply anything beyond it being a, like Pi being a stand-in for everybody, right? Like, you yes. know, April was saying just before this to me, this conversation is different for boys. It's different for girls. Like we talk about it differently. and we didn't want that to play into it because this is something that affects everybody. And also their inclusive language matters, especially at a young age. And we wanted to make sure that we used it. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the illustrations because I thought they were fantastic. How closely did you work with the illustrator or how did you feel they captured the story you were trying to tell? We do not have enough positive words to talk about our amazing illustrator, James Kwan. He kind of just like took the reins when, you know, we sent over the story through our editor and it was kind of amazing how much his vision of the book meshed with our vision of the book. So we were just like, <laughs> everything that was getting sent to us, we're like, we love this. We love this. There wasn't like <laughs> a ton of design input on our end because we trusted James so much. And we really do think of like our book as a three-way collaboration between us two and him. Which is fun because we've never met. We've never met James. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I hear this. We're such big fans. Um, and so I, like when we were looking at different illustrators, we both just like clung on to his illustration style so completely and so immediately. So we are thrilled that he is you know, collaborating with us on this book. Well, everyone is in for a treat when they pick up this book. I I just, it's really adorable and very cute. Details are incorporated all throughout. Let's jump now to talk briefly about libraries and, you know, how they are a part of your lives or as your lives as children and where this book sort of fits in with the children's collections there. I will start by saying when I turned 18 on my 18th birthday, the thing I did for my birthday was go to the library, the Connecticut Public Library in Bohemia, New York, and I got my adult library card Aww. on the day I turned 18. So <laughs> very excited to talk about libraries. I love libraries. I think that a lot of people spend time in the library 
as a child, I know like a lot of my memories growing up do take place in, in my public library. So this is extremely special to me and my family, frankly, that I got to write a book that will be in libraries. Like this is specifically very exciting for me. But even as an adult, big library fan, I have a, you know, a public library card here as well. And I think we overlook, you know, this is a little, a bit of a tangent, but like how amazing a resource like a library is for adults, for unhoused people, for people who can't afford to go out and buy a $17 book from a Barnes and Noble. It's, I feel like such an, we don't, we don't talk about libraries enough as adults. It's not just for kids, but I'm thrilled that I'm going to have a book in a library. This is like a true dream come true for me. I love all of that. That's amazing. Alex, anything to add or? Nothing, nothing quite as good as April. I really like (laughs) libraries too. (laughs) Like libraries are really good. They like have a nice smell and a a nice, they've got like a really great vibe. And I, of course, have plenty of lovely memories as a kid in libraries too, but I don't know. April, April's is better. (laughs) It was really good. Thank you. I will just for our librarians listening, I will just say that while this is a great addition to picture book collections, it is also a great one to put in SEL or social emotional learning collections because it's really doing a great job of identifying the feelings that are happening within Pi and helping to resolve them and live with them going forward. So I think it does a good spectrum of having this experience. And then last question, when you're not writing, what do you like to read? Wow. I generally seem to read what April tells me to read. <laughs> uh, it's very, you know, it's very, it's very, very funny because April reads more than me. I'll let her talk about her Goodreads challenge for the year. But generally, what will end up happening is she's faster than me, and she has a really good sense of what I will like. So, um, in most cases, what will happen is April will read like five books, but then like one of those five, she'll say, you should really read this one. And then I get lazy and put up some sort of a fight for some reason and then eventually (laughs) read it. And I'm like blown away by it. The most recent one that happened in that case was a book called Pachinko, which I'm sure many people listening have heard of. I was just intimidated by the sheer overwhelming size of the thing, Uh but oh boy, was that good. I mean, I have nothing but incredible things to say about uh, the emotional experience that that book was. April? Yeah. I. You know when people, when you're like, what kind of music do you listen to? And people are like, I listen to everything. And those people are annoying. That's mm-hmm. me with books. I like biographies. I like fiction. I like nonfiction. I read short stories. So like a little bit of everything. Right now I'm reading Light Lark by our Abrams partner in crime, Alex Astor. Her book comes out next month. I'm very excited. I'm about halfway through and I'm not going to spoil anything, but I do love, I still love to read YA. I still like to pick up picture books and and browse through them. You know, in between when I'm reading big giant historical fiction and whatever else. So I'm kind of all over the place, but I feel like that's what makes reading so great and so fun. 
I totally agree. And I think that is a perfect note to end on. Thank you so much for chatting with me. And thanks to everyone for listening to the Shelf Care interview. This Shelf Care interview was sponsored by Abrams Books for Young Readers, publisher of Alex and April's new picture book, A Case of the Zaps, available this month. Happy reading. Happy reading.